0: In the early 19th century, Germans seeking the national union of dozens of German states within the German Confederation, established by the Congress of Vienna in 1815, had aligned themselves politically with constitutionalism and liberal democracy, grounding their justification less in a common monarchy than in their Germanness. The dream of a German nation-state had come close to fruition during the revolutionary years of eighteen forty eight to forty nine, only to be undermined by division on the left and crushed by reactionaries. In the decades that followed, the conservative Prussian statesman Bismarck threw his weight behind the effort to forge German unification under an authoritarian Prussian monarchy rather than under a liberal democracy, as planned by the earlier revolutionaries. In a speech demanding military preparedness at the Budget Committee of the Prussian House of Representatives, he declared, The great questions of the time will not be resolved by speeches and majority decisions. That was the great mistake of 1848 and 1849, but by iron and blood. Prussia undertook three wars in quick succession, now known as the Wars of German Unification. At the time, nobody, not even Bismarck, had a precise plan mapped out. However, the Prussian minister-president shrewdly took advantage of diplomatic situations to play powers both great and small against each other. The wars were less about the direct conquest of territory— and more about demonstrating to everyone involved the utility or even the inevitability of a Prussia-led unified German state that would heavily influence, but not completely overturn, the delicate balance of the five great powers. First came the war against Denmark over Schleswig-Holstein, duchies that were ruled by the King of Denmark without being incorporated into the Danish kingdom. When the king created a new constitution that directly incorporated Schleswig into the kingdom in 1863, unlike Holstein, Schleswig included Danish speakers and was not part of the German Confederation, Bismarck objected. He demanded a new constitution, and in 1864 the Danes fought back, assuming that France and Britain would join on their side against Prussia and Austria. The Danes proved friendless and were quickly defeated. The Treaty of Vienna gave Prussia administration of Schleswig, which afforded them the port of Kiel and a military corridor through Holstein, now under the administration of Prussia's tenuous and uneasy ally, Austria. Not surprisingly, Prussia and Austria themselves now were headed for war. That conflict erupted in 1866 and lasted just seven weeks. After securing the neutrality of Italy and France, Prussia marched into Holstein and left the German Confederation. The Confederation, including the states of Hanover, Saxony, Bavaria, Baden, and Württemberg, then declared war on Prussia. The Prussians swiftly dispatched the Austrian and other German armies, notably at the crucial Battle of Kuningratz, Bismarck ended the conflict quickly, before Moltke could send his troops to Vienna to avoid intervention from third parties. In the Treaty of Prague, 1866, the dissolved German Confederation was replaced by the North German Confederation, a union of 22 states and principalities north of the main river, with a Reichstag and dominated by Prussia, with King Wilhelm as president, and King of Prussia, of course, and Bismarck as federal chancellor. Bavaria signed a treaty promising to ally itself with Prussia in case France attacked that state, and Prussia annexed Hanover, Frankfurt, Nassau, hesse Castle, and Schleswig-Holstein, too. But with Bavaria, Baden, Württemberg, and part of the Grand Duchy of Hesse still outside the North German Confederation, it was clear to most observers that Bismarck would seek an opportunity to compel their incorporation too, not through conquest, but through shared victory.